Hello and welcome to Geek Culture. I'm your host, Caden Niall, and this is the very first episode of the like the Friday, like you, you know, the, the regular episodes. This is, this is the first episode of the regular Geek Culture episodes. And I'm very excited to have you guys listening, and I'm very excited to be making this podcast. Um, so today's agenda, we got a few things to talk about. Um, one thing I'm probably gonna open with right now is Spider-Man. So I don't know if you guys heard this week, but Spider-Man is being taken out of the MCU, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and um, and is being brought back to Sony. Sony wants to bring back Spider-Man um, to their company and not have any affiliation with Disney. So this is this is a very odd thing to talk about because we we really don't do not know the entire story yet. It's it's being it's being put out like it's a it's a rumor, and um, I honestly think that they're still negotiating. I don't think it's final. I, I I don't think that I don't think that Sony's gonna take out Spider Man out of the MCU completely. I mean they I mean like that 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 would be so insane. Like I don't know how the MCU would be able to recover from that with the cliffhanger from Far From Home. And if you guys didn't see Far From Home, is a bit of a spoiler alert. But um, there was a big twist at the, in the end credit scene of Far From Home where. Um, Spider-Man got revealed and stuff. I'm not going to go too much into detail, but he kind of got revealed and stuff. And he just plain, just, uh, just plain out of nowhere, just got revealed. And it kind of just ended like that. And we didn't, it was a big cliffhanger. So we never, we're, we're probably going to get a resolution to that. They're not going to leave that. Because if they're going to leave it, there's going to be some, they're going to have to come up with some rational way that Spider-Man is like gone from the world now. He just died. <laughs> but like they're going to have to recover from that if they're truly if Sony is truly taking Spider-Man out of the MCU, which I I, I honestly just don't see happening. I don't I don't see happening. I honestly think this was uh released by Disney. Like this 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 quote-unquote rumor was released by Disney and is um a a um a technique because I bet so I bet Sony is having that in the cards. They're like, hey, we might we might want to take out Spider-Man out of the MCU. How, how you feel about that? Um and then Disney was like, oh, why don't we get the fandom to go against you? So they probably released this. They probably released this news acting like Sony is definitely doing it. It's happening. But it, it, they're still negotiating it. They're probably just doing it so that the fandom backslashes against Sony. And Sony's like, oh, fine. Fine, you can have them. You can have them. Don't, don't tear me apart, you heathens. But, um... <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I feel like that was just a really good... Uh, not I guess not marketing technique, but it was, like, a really good just technique in general to... Have to not even have Spider-Man going back to Sony in the cards at all, because D23 is coming up in a few weeks. Not a few weeks, like tomorrow. Is isn't it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. I don't know. I can't remember. I, th- I think it's. I think it's the day. The day that this is going to be released. I think D23 is happening. I'm. I'm not too sure, but I think it is. So <laughs> we're just gonna go with that. So. So. T- today, the day you're watching, the day you're listening to this, 
23 is going on. So I thought it was really cool. Cool. I mean, if it if it is a technique that they're using, um, that Disney did that so that before I report D23, so like at D23 they can make the announcement. Guys, don't worry. Sony backed out of that. We're keeping Spider Man. Um, because if 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 Sony is really taking taking Spider Man away, I'm gonna be very very sad. So, with that, um, did you see that? Did you see that? I stopped talking for a second, then I instantly started talking again. Well, you see, that that's what I call not knowing what to talk about. Um, so, like, that, 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 at the end of that, uh, segment right there, and yeah, at the end of that segment, I just stopped talking, because I didn't know what I was gonna talk about. I'm working on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. My dad's gonna teach me garage band and cutting cutting editing uh, portions and stuff like that. I don't even know what I just said. Cutting editing portions? Cutting cutting cutting. Well what's cutting? Okay, anyway. Um <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna just cut, I'm just gonna talk about some stuff that's just been going on in my life right now. So I'm I'm in eighth grade. I'm in school. That's what we're doing. And today, I, I, I don't know what happened, but I, I, we went outside. I mean, I, sorry, not, we went, okay. I was on the bus, okay? I was on the bus. I got off of the bus, started walking down the sidewalk to get to the entrance of the uh, neighborhood that I'm in. Um, so I'm, I'm walking down, and then I just started feeling rain just dropping onto my head and I'm like it's the middle of the day it's the middle of the day and like like it, it, it was like a sun shower I guess it was a sun shower I mean it had to have been a sun shower the, the light was still coming from the sun and there was just rain hitting my face and it was the most weirdest thing ever because I've never had such like a like like it was a really hard rainstorm in the middle of the day with the sun shining it was so weird and then it just started hitting my face, and I'm running because I have my book bag, and I'm just running to get to the entrance of, of the um, of my neighborhood, and I'm just uh, I'm just keeping on running. My mom's texting me. I don't I don't feel it because um my 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 phone's all cracked up, and um like it's all cracked up, and the screen's all cracked up, and there's like like little glass shards missing. It's it, it's really bad, like really really bad. I really I. I drop my phone a lot. I'm, 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 I'm gonna probably get my my mom's my mom's phone whenever she upgrades or whatever. Um, but I'm gonna get a new phone soon. But like the the audio got messed up today because of the rain. It's 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 all messed up. But she's texting me. I'm running and I don't feel it because my rain the 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 water is getting soaked into my phone. Um. And I'm, I'm just running, and I'm just like, Jesus, why did you do this to us? What did, what did we do? Why are you smiting us with this rain? It, it was insane. I really, I, I don't know what happened. So I got home, and I, I, I see my mom in the, in, in her car. She was, she was actually come, about to come and get me from the bus stop, but it started raining, so she kind of got trapped in her car whenever, like, I guess she was about to come out. And so I just started walking up the driveway and she was just looking at me like, what the heck are you doing? 
That guy I was texting you. <laughs> you mad lad. You absolute mad lad. It's it's uh it's insane. I I don't know what happened today. The rain and like in the middle of me trying to get to my house, the rain was covering my glasses so I couldn't see. I could have gotten hit by a car. It was insane. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just rambling on here because um I'm right now I'm I'm sitting in my room. Um my mom is cooking dinner downstairs for uh my my dad and her. And w- w- we're going to we're going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights in a little bit. But I just I um I'm, I'm just that, that that's why I'm rambling on here because I I I I just want to talk about some stuff. And might as well just talk about more of me for the time being. Um, oh, here's some geeky stuff. So, there's this new game that I'm playing. And I don't know if any of you have heard of it. It's a pretty newer game, I think. Um, a game that I'm playing right now called Disney Heroes Battle Mode. It's basically a Disney fan fiction made by Disney. It's the weirdest thing I've ever played. But it's fun. It's an RPG with Disney characters. It's a mobile game, by the way. It's not like a not like an actual like console game, which is like a serious thing. No, it's a it's a mobile game. So they're 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 stupid. <laughs> um, but I, I I've been getting really into it, and it's just the weirdest thing. Like the story is that these weird coded doppelgangers of Disney characters are taking over this like New York City. It's like a New York City area. They're like literally taking over New York City. It's the weirdest thing. But they're taking over New York City. We don't know what the the, the the heroes don't know what the cause of it is. And it's basically just a fan fiction because all of the Disney characters are meeting each other like like freaking Infinity War. And they're just they're, they're just meeting each other and they're beating up doppelgangers of themselves. And I think the funniest thing for me is like you play as um your team at the start is like Wreck-It Ralph and, like, Elastigirl from The Incredibles. And so, like, that's your first team that you have. And you're, like, beating up the family members of The Incredibles. So, like, Elastigirl, the mom from The Incredibles, is just beating up her son. It's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. I Because I was talking to my friend about it in the bus. It's just, like, this is a Disney fan fiction made by Disney. Like, someone could have easily created this masterpiece, but <laughs> Disney was like, I'm gonna beat him to it! I'm gonna make a make an RPG! <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing so much. It's just, the idea of the game is just hilarious. I don't, I, it's something I don't expect. And it's like one of those games where it's like, it gets updated regularly. It, it's like, it's played, and like, like, stra- like, you strategize, like, it's an actual, like, I don't know, like, multiplayer game, when it isn't that. It's so weird. It's so weird. There's, like, tier lists and stuff and rankings of characters and how good they are. It's so weird. It's, like, one of those idle games, too. So it's, like, you you can just leave it on, and it will do the thing for you. And it's it's so strange. It is insanely strange. <sighs> okay. Um, since we're talking about video games, another thing that I saw today... Not today, uh, yesterday, actually. Um, another thing that I saw was Dead by Daylight, which is a game 
which is a horror-based game on consoles and PC, um, is getting a Stranger Things um, DLC pack. So you're getting the Demogorgon as like a as like a character that you play as, or like as a killer kind of character. Because basically, Dead by Daylight is a game where you where you can either play as the killer or you can play as the survivors. And you basically, the killer chases the survivors, and then the survivors, you know have to do certain tasks to survive. But there's the there's a Demogorgon character now, and it's coming out next month in September. I'm not sure what date, but just a, uh, in, in September. But the Demogorgon is going to be the main killer, obviously, of the pack. And then the two survivors that it comes with is going to be uh, Nancy and Steve, which I think is hilarious because, you know, they're not together anymore. It should have been Nancy and Jonathan, or Steve and Steve, because Steve is the best character. <laughs> uh, I have this. I also have this huge, big, giant Demogorgon. Like, um, uh, what do you call it? Whenever, like, um, whenever, like, you kind of like fuse something into the wall, and it kind of just looks is like a picture onto your wall. You don't paint it. It's like a I don't know what you call it, but I have one of those things where you kind of, like, fuse it into the wall, and so it has, like, the bumps on the wall, but it's a picture. I don't know what you call it. Someone's probably yelling at me, it's this thing! It's this thing! You should know this, Caden! Um, uh, <laughs> but, um, I have one of those kind of pictures, and it's, like, this huge Demogorgon, like, and it's actually from the, it's actually from the Horror Nights maze. From last year. It's a picture within the Horror Nights maze. So you got the, the, the Demogorgon costume guy with right next to the Castle Byers. It's a cool picture with like a moonlight kind of thing in the background. It's cool. It's a cool looking picture. Um, I'm, I'm just describing it to you guys. And I, I, I bet all of you got like, I'll be, all of you are like, what, what is this kid talking about? What is this kid talking about? Oh, I took a nice good sip of my LaCroix. Anyone else drink LaCroix? I, I, uh, I, I just, hold on. I just realized how good I am at this. I think I am good. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing good. I think I'm good at rambling. But you just see something, you look at it, and then you start talking about it. I, huh. I am pretty good at that. Wow. Okay, anyway, but any, anyway, uh, anyone else drink LaCroix? I, I, the only two, the only other person that I know drinks LaCroix is my mom, and I think a couple of her friends, but I don't know any other kid, at least, kid, um, or uh, adult for that matter, I don't know anybody else who drinks LaCroix, except for me and my mom, my dad, my sister, oh, my entire, okay, so my entire family drinks LaCroix, except for maybe the dogs, the dogs don't drink LaCroix, because I, I, we don't know what that would do. They'd probably, like, blow up or something. <laughs> I don't know what would happen. But, um, it's it's a good, it's, it's a good drink. I like it. I enjoy it. It's a good drink to have. It's very refreshing. Um, my favorite flavors are, like, the apricot and the passion fruit flavors. I'm not a big fan of the new flavor. The new flavor that they have is hibiscus. And I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not a big fan of the hibiscus. It's too sweet. I like them being a little bit more like, a little bit more tart, I guess. I don't know what the flavor would that be. 
No, because tart's like a little bit like kind of like a sour taste. Or tart or, or is tart and sour two different things? I don't know. I think I think tart and sour are two different things. I'm just gonna go with tart. That that's kind of what the, the flavor is. It's kind of tart. Um but yeah, I enjoy them. Um the the two that we do not allow under the household, or I think the one that we don't allow under the household is the coconut. My mom absolutely hates the coconut. And I've never tried it, but I've heard it's really bad too. It's not I mean it's not good. So if you're going out to buy LaCroix for the first time, get at least the passion fruit, which I think was the original flavor. I think passion fruit's the original th flavor just because um they market it so much, but get the passion fruit and the apricot. And then I also like the lime, but over time, having the lime more and more, it just tastes like watered, 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 watered down the uh, Sprite. Like, you don't have the Sprite flavor. It's just kind of the carbonation of the Sprite. It's kind of, it's not as good as I remember it. But I like the apricot. That's what I'm having right now. Um, I always want to have... Um, so if you, if you hear me sipping during the, the next few weeks of these podcasts, it's just me drinking my LaCroix, because that's going to be my drink. Everyone has their drink that they have in a podcast. Um, e uh, either it'd be, like, water or, like, coffee, if they're doing it in, like, the early morning, if they're doing their podcast in the early morning, which I'm not sure if, I, if, if, I, like, if I've heard of anyone who does that. But, they, but I, I bet there's, like, a bunch of people who do it. But, um... Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm just gonna be drinking LaCroix throughout these podcasts, so if you hear me, like, sipping in the middle of a segment, it's just, like, me drinking LaCroix. Very, very delicious stuff. Um, what else? I'm looking at my, I'm looking around my room right now, because, you know, just, just, th th this is the most relaxed podcast ever. Just be just for the fact that I am like literally looking around my room like to ramble on about. Oh, okay. So I have this picture of um of a of a of a unicorn. Well, I mean it was a pony. I have this picture of a pony that we painted at Painting with a Twist. Painting with a Twist is a kind of a pop up place that I don't think they have it anymore in Claremont. I think it's gone now. But Painting with a Twist was a place that we went to um for my sister's birthday you at nighttime adults are able to go with painting with a twist and paint while having wine and um but they're able to have wine while they're painting at painting with a twist and so um we went there for my sister's birthday because she wanted to paint just regularly because during the day hours they allow, like, kids and stuff to come in. They can paint and stuff if, you know, you gotta pay up because that's how economy works. You gotta pay up. Um, anyway, but, um, you, you, you're able to go and, like, schedule birthday parties. So my sister had a birthday there one year. I think it was, like, a, like three or four years ago. Maybe even five. I think it was four years ago. Four years ago. And there, we, we all had to paint. Every, everyone in the party had to paint uh, a pony. And I'm like, okay, I'll paint a pony. I'll, I'll be a good sport. But I made it the most disturbing pony you will ever see in your lifetime. So the picture has a purple background, a purple painted background. And I painted this all myself. I am an exquisite painter. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like if you, if you saw it in real life, it's, it's, it's atrocious. 
but um, it has a purple background, and then it has my name at the top corner, and then it's the pony, which I painted with the with the tutorial with the person doing a live tutorial, and it has black dark eyes with black liquid spilling out onto the face of the pony, and then it has a a bunch of a bunch of like really gross kind of like gray tinted blood streaming down the side of the pony. It's the most disturbing pony. I don't even need to go into detail. Um and then and then on the sides of the picture it has help and save us. <laughs> like there's souls trapped within the pony. Um like on the picture as well. So it's a very just 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 to put it plainly, it's a very disturbing picture. Um I, I have it hanged up in my room proudly. It is uh, one of my most proudest achievements of all time. Um, just, just the fact. And my sister was furious. My sister was absolutely furious because she painted, you know, the the actual pony. Um, everyone painted the actual pony. So whenever I didn't do that and I made it all creepy and stuff, she got so mad. It was, it was hilarious. It was actually, it was actually hilarious. Okay, so we are back, and we are here to discuss Halloween Horror Nights. This is going to be kind of going to drag us out to the end of the episode. And I am here with my mother. <laughs> Hi! Um, so we are here to discuss Halloween Horror Nights. I have all of the houses opened up in the other tab, so we will go over to that now. And let us discuss... So I was gonna do a anticipation list kind of thing, but looking at it now, I'm, I'm probably just gonna go through each of the houses, and we're probably just gonna give our opinion and what we're excited to see in each house. So, right. Yeah. So let's do that. So just putting, getting right off the bat, we're gonna talk about Stranger Things returning to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. So this time it's gonna be what season two and, and three and that, three. That's what's gonna be. So obviously, what are you looking forward to the most in this house? I'm excited to see the Starcourt Mall from season three. That's what the most I'm gonna be excited for. I'm excited to see. Um, is this a soundstage house? It, that is what it's rumored to be. Okay. So, so what do you think the facade will be when you first walk in? Do you think it might be Starcourt? Do you think? I think they're gonna go in chronological order. That, 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 that's what I think. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like... Um, Which I want to say, first off, this is legitimate. He and I, we honestly don't know anything about these mazes. I mean, we may live with one of the creators of Halloween Horror Nights, but we do not know. We really don't. No. So we, we honestly have to speculate with everybody else exactly <laughs> yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. We're... we're, we're we're super surprised at every single announcement that comes. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I feel like that they're going to go in chronological order with the maze. Yeah. And they're going to start out with season two. And I'm not sure what the facade could be for season two. I'm trying to remember season two. <laughs> I can't even remember season two. It was, uh, it was with the Demodogs. That, that, oh, that, that, that was the main, yeah, yeah, that was like yeah, the main yeah, yeah. villain kind of thing. But then the mind flare was pretty big in that season as well. Right. Oh, gosh. You know what? I don't know. I, it's hard for me to remember <laughs> that season. It's been so long. Well, it is. I, I will admit, season two is, in my opinion, at least the weakest season. Yes. Out of the out of three. Yes. So Actually, um, 
our friend Daniel Dennis, um, who himself, he has an amazing podcast uh, called A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan. Uh, it's very blue, uh, not safe for work, uh, not safe for under the age of 18. <laughs> but but he, he stopped watching Stranger Things because he just couldn't get into season two. I mean, that, that is And fair. I think I mean, that that happened for a lot of people, like mm-hmm. a casual fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they dropped off yeah. because of that. But I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. I know there, I mean, I, I remember the end, I think, better than I remember the beginning. Yeah. Well, wait, Elle comes back, right? Because r- right at the end, she comes back, yeah. Right at the end of season two. Because at the end of uh, episode eight like like they they don't meet right like they don't meet until the end of episode eight and then she's in there for the rest but i of but I, I don't think they're going to focus too much on season two i think they're going to kind of get through these season two with the main highlights, main highlights of the season. which you might see dustin with dart like in the, the aquarium yeah the arcade Probably. that might be what we walk in first we that, might walk in through the arcade and maybe see like the mind flayer as a projection or something in the distance. That would be cool. Like <laughs> Will did. Cool. Yeah, like And Will then did. that kind of sets the tone because I think we're gonna end the maze with the mind flayer, is what I I'm thinking that will be the big mm-hmm. battle in the mall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Or it might it might end with um uh I don't know. Yeah, I think that would be the best ending for the maze. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have them, like, sending them off to <laughs> move away. Move away. That, that what was- would be the surprise scare at the end of that maze? <laughs> like, a Hopper, f- Hopper, fan crying. Hopper jumping fan. out with the note. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I predict. That's I, I think it'll probably touch on things pretty easily. I'm praying that we have Bob, a little nod to Bob in the maze, whether it be like a character or even just like a mannequin with like the demo dogs on top of, (laughs) but I hope we do see a little bit of Bob. Even if they don't have that scene specifically in the maze, um, they might have like because there was a there was a picture of him in season three. Yeah, on the, on the refrigerator. I just would like a little nod, nod to, Bob. to Bob. He was such yeah. a sweet character. He, was he a good character. He, I think he was one of the highlights of season two for me. And I really liked his cameo in season three that he got. I'm glad he got. A cameo. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. That, that, I, I was not All expecting right. that. So that's that house. You want to yeah. move to the next so one? We're, so you're very excited for it. Yeah, I yeah. would say it's it's up there. It's not my most hyped and excited out of, for me. Out of ten, what's the what's the hype? What's I'd the hype? say I guess say a good solid six. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's up there. I give it a seven purely just based on season three because I really really love season three. And yeah, season excited. three was really strong. So going into the next house, uh, us Jordan Peele's Us. So I admit I've not seen too much of this film. You have to sit down and actually watch the movie, right? I've seen little bits and pieces of it because yeah. um, at horror makeup we'll watch movies mm-hmm. in, the in the green room, room. But then obviously I have to get up and do a twenty-five minute show. Yeah. So I miss twenty-five minute chunks of the <laughs> films the I'm watching. Yeah. Um, but pretty much I. I think it's going to be a very cool house. I think it could be very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they really capture the um, the menacing sort of feel. Of the tethered and stuff? Yeah. That yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it can be very 
in my opinion, I think you can be scared just as equally from somebody just coming around the corner and standing there of looking course. at you yeah. than somebody like, rah, you know, in I had face. a cool idea for this house um, that I hope is in the maze or somewhere. But, like, I, I, I had a cool idea that you'd turn a corner and then there'd be a mirror with, like, There'd be a there'd like be a, a, reflection mirror, a reflection of you. of you with like like maybe at the end of the maze or something. That is a great idea. <laughs> like you turn the corner, there's a mirror, but like there's like a Pepper's kind of ghost effect with like yeah, holding with, like, the scissors, holding the scissors, or, yeah. like and like that kind of like T pose little like way that they do it. Yeah, but like with your face as you kind of cross, like it would be kind of weird because you have a constant flow of people, but you'd have the illusion there for a second or two. You know, mm-hmm. that would be a cool idea though. That is a great idea. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I've seen the movie and um, I've seen the movie about three times. I saw it in the theater and in the theater, we saw it opening night on the theater, me and my dad. And it was the, it was the coolest horror movie experience I've actually mm-hmm. ever had. There were so many cool shots in that movie. I love how Jordan Peele actually like does his cinematography um, yeah. because like it is a beautifully shot movie. It is a good shot. And that's what movie, I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you can manage to capture some of that feel mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. All right. So what's your hype list for that? So I, I, I honestly give that like a probably close to strength. I think seven, seven, maybe 7.5. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see how they, how they do it. Yeah. I'm going to give it about a five a just five. because yeah. I, I'm not that familiar with it. And um, but it's I mean, really interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be excited to see how it. It might not be the most scary house, but mm-hmm. I think it might be one of the coolest houses as far as like lighting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And use of of angles and characters and stuff. I feel. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is kind of a mix of original mm-hmm. and IP. Yeah. I mean, they are IPs, but it's in the original manner. It is the Universal Monsters Maze. And um, in Hollywood, they had that last year. Yep, I went. Remember? Yeah, you did go. And so I'm so I will, jealous. So I will say, I, you know, we went last year, and this was like the standout house for me there mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, no tea, no shade, no disrespect to Hollywood. No, they, and what they do, they but and they do the best they can, I think, mm-hmm. with the space that they have. Yeah. Um, because honestly, in all actuality, if you've ever been to Universal Hollywood, it is so cramped. They try it's to cram cramped, as yeah. much stuff in there because it's literally on the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so because like you have the, all the escalators, right? And so you yes. can go down all of the escalators. So I will say this house was like a standout for me. Mm-hmm. It was incredibly loud and <laughs> and probably that really adds to the disorientation of it like mm-hmm. my favorite room um they had like really cool they had the um laboratory of frankenstein they I had see that in the, the, the mummy year, sarcophagus yeah. um they had like of cool like the cap the castle kind of gothic set for the for for um for dracula, dracula. but my favorite was when you come around the corner and you see the invisible man laughing. Oh my god! And it's the coolest <laughs> effect. Yeah, because, because it's a real character but in it's there. Blacklit, but it's right? blacklit and everything he's got on, just like his glasses, like his mm-hmm. scarf or whatever, and, and like some of his wraps. Some of his wraps and and he's laughing yeah. and like throwing. And it's that was such a cool like that that really stuck with me. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know um, Orlando can really kick some butt with this. Yeah. So. If they did an amazing job 
with a tent house. Imagine this in like a parade building or a soundstage. Absolutely. Like they're, they're, it's going to yeah. be great. So um, also in Hollywood last year, they had music by Slash mm-hmm. and the maze. I'm not sure because it's not promoted in the in the in the maze. So I, I'm not I don't think there's going to be. But um, I don't know. They, they, they might take some music from the from the maze last year, but I'm not sure. I don't think that's a possibility. I don't think if I, I mean, I feel like they would probably promote it if that, was the case. if that was the case. Um, and I feel like that's the reason why the maze was so loud, because the music was such a feature. Yeah, it was, you know a, it was a big feature. So I, my hype less my hype level for this is like a good solid eight. I think this mm-hmm. is going to be a pretty standout house. I think Orlando fans are excited to see this because mm-hmm. not everybody can get over to Hollywood. Yeah. So I really think that the Orlando Horror Night fans are, are stoked for this house. Yeah. So I'm going to give that an eight as well. I'm going to give that an eight. So here we go. Mr. White Whale over here. Ghostbusters. Ah! <laughs> You're going to blow the speakers out. I know I'm going to blow the speakers out. Yeah. This I, is, this is level 10 for me. <laughs> so um, I was... Uh, seven years old when I got to see this in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I saw this with your grandparents. They, yeah. they in the 80s, parents didn't care what their kids saw <laughs> in the film. But like, I remember seeing this in the movie theater. I remember thinking, oh, I've just seen like probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't quite get the humor back then, yes. you laugh kind of when everybody else is laughing. Yeah. Um, I just remember the effects Slimer being really funny. I remember the State Puff Marshmallow Man being insane. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this house. So um, my take on this is that this was totally unexpected. I did not expect this house at all to be coming to a Halloween Horror Nights event. Yeah, it is It is sort of an unexpected property, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that people are going to be blown away. Yeah. I I have a feeling with just what they have done in the past with Poltergeist yeah. and The Shining, mm-hmm. I really feel like they're going to do justice to this. Yeah. I feel like because they know that this isn't like one of those houses or properties that is like quote unquote scary. Yeah. They're going to take it and run with it. Yeah. Like 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 you're probably like 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 just in Poltergeist last year. No one expected Poltergeist to be the scariest house. No. But but it was, I mean, a lot of people said it was their favorite and the most scariest house because right. um especially in Poltergeist last year, there was this one room that always, always got me. It was the weird like other side tunnel room with yeah. like the fabric and stuff and like the skeleton people jumping at you. That was the that was the scariest part of that maze. But I'm just really excited to see what they do with Ghostbusters. Um this is this is definitely 10 for me. Um and I'm just I'm just excited about to see what they do with it. I'm really yeah, really excited. Me too. I'm it's level 10 for mm-hmm. me for sure. So, next one, um bringing back from last year's scare zone, we have Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now, I loved loved the scare zone last year. Absolutely loved it. It was my favorite scare zone last year. Mm-hmm. Best theme scare zone, best costume scare, de- scare zone. It was just a fun scare zone. I remember last year in Killer Clowns, um, I spent like we were we were actually waiting for somebody. But le- I I I told my dad I told my dad because we were waiting for um, our friends to get there, and I was like, can we just stay in Killer Clowns? 
And so we just stayed in Killer Clowns for an hour, and I and I got chased around by clowns. I hid with the ice cream men around some uh, poles and stuff. It was so much fun. I love that scare zone so much, and the music. I love the music from the movie by um, composer John Massari. Um, super, super talented composer. Um, I, I, I just absolutely love the scare zone, so... What is your take on Killer Clowns? Well, <clears throat> I remember watching this movie when I was in high school. Um, Comedy Central, which was a channel that was um, on cable, mm-hmm. would run this movie like every <laughs> afternoon, it felt like. I mean, and I remember thinking, well, this is the dumbest title I've yeah. ever heard. And I remember thinking, like, I'm not going to watch it, not going to watch it. And then one day I remember just sitting down sort of absentmindedly watching it. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, okay, this is really fun. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, they're killing ridiculous. people. They're like, ding dong, like, here's a pie. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then they kill them and then they drink their blood with a crazy straw <laughs> and put them in a cocoon cotton, of cotton, cotton candy. Cotton candy so, I just remember thinking, like, it's great. And the, all the clowns, like, distinctly have their own personalities, yes. which is so awesome. My favorite is Shorty. And the people that, um, the people in the film that animated that were inside those costumes, like, yeah. they really did such a great job. And I feel Absolutely. that last year in the Scare Zone, they really did a great job. Characters did in inhabiting and sort of mimicking that yeah. from the film. Just, just um, not even, like, being... The, the soundtrack was killer mm-hmm. and... And that made last year's scare zone such a fun, insane little little gym yeah. right in the middle of the event. So I'm super stoked. I'm not exactly sure uh, what we'll see. I'm sure we'll see. I'm praying that we see Jumbo at the end with his big like marionette. You know when the big giant oh Clownzilla, I mean yeah Clownzilla. Yeah. So when he comes, so that's what I'm really looking forward to. So I'm gonna say about a seven hype list for this for because um, I'm. I'm pretty stoked to see it. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be one of those fun houses. Yeah. Like um, Meaty Meats or, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Or um, HR Blood and Guts. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of those fun ones. Um, I, uh, I, I, I'm just so happy. I'm probably going to give that one a nine just for the mere fact that I love, I, I just absolutely fell in love with the scares on last year. I, I, I already said that earlier, but I just, I fell in love with it. They're like the clowns were just so so uh, fun. Just they were just it was yeah. just a fun scare zone. I just it'll it'll be fun for sure. So that's a nine for me, seven for you. Um, and then next one we got is Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Now this one I'm I'm gonna admit is 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 very different from a lot of these. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the closest one, the the closest one to to House of a Thousand Corpses, I guess is. The Universal Monsters one, I probably probably gonna be gory and stuff, but this is definitely a different kind of house compared to the lineup of IPs this year. Right. So here's the thing about this film: it's Rob Zombie. I feel like it's one of his better films. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like some people would say Devil's Rejects is better. Yeah. I, I like. I really like this one. I think better. Um, the first, I would say, hour and fifteen minutes is like a standard, your standard crazy person horror film. Crazy family, mm, like, and then it yeah. takes an insane bonkers, <laughs> bonkers turn twist. when you go underground, and it becomes this. I, the first time I saw it, I remember I looked at your dad, and I was like, "What are you making me watch? <laughs> what, what is this? What, what is this? What's going on?" So I feel like it's gonna have a really fun. Okay, number one, the soundtrack's gonna be killer because Rob Zombie is awesome. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have some real fun music. 
that's really going to be loud and disorienting. And the Mm -hmm. characters, they are great characters. Like Baby Firefly, Mama Firefly. These are some really iconic. um, You've got um, the... um, What's the name of the clown guy? Sid Haig plays him. Um, um, Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding, that's so right. So we're going to have him in that maze somewhere. And with his museum of yes, and killers and And stuff. hopefully they're going to have him sassy talking <laughs> and, like, you know, dressing down the people as they come in. Hopefully he's at the beginning. I would like to come in through his museum. I think that that would be a really great way to mm-hmm. start this maze. You go in through the museum and then somehow you make your way to the, the actual house. house. You see what happened to these kids. Go underground. You go underground and experience ex- insane <laughs> world. Um, I'm excited about this house. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. So I want to give it like an eight, I think. Nice, I'm, I'm really nice. excited about it. So I'm, I haven't seen House of Thousand Corpses. Um, actually my dad, um, is actually giving me the choice on whether or not I should see it before the event or after the event. And I'm choosing, I'm choosing to see it after I I go through the house because I, I feel like I'd be more terrified of it knowing all the source material because I, 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 I barely ever heard of this movie, um, until probably like people started speculating about it and I'm Mm -hmm. like, what's this? So I look it up and I'm just like. Oh, it's one of these creepy movies. Right. So I'm I'm honestly not as excited for it as a lot of the other ones, but I'm more terrified of it than all of the other ones. So it's kind of a it's kind of a mixed kind of thing there. I'm gonna give it probably a five okay. type level. So now we're heading into the our last four. The original um, houses. The, yeah, the original uh things we got. Depths of fear. Graveyard Games, Nightingale's Blood Pit, and Yeti. Terror of the Yukon. Terror of the Yukon. So I'm really excited about these houses. Mm-hmm. Um, these are, this is a good lineup of original houses. Absolutely. Year. Graveyard Games, I feel, is going to be like the standout to me. Yeah. Out of these original houses. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Orlando, our team, they do such a good job with your classic cemetery haunted house Mm -hmm. they really do yeah they do um and so i really i cannot wait i I feel like this house is going to be super super scary anything that has to do with actual real ghosts yeah real ghosts it's very scary because i remember the the last house that they did with actual real ghosts was the legendary truth house right 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 um which i didn't do you didn't go through that house Uh -uh, no (laughs) i never got a chance to do that uh but um that was the last one I heard, and actually how I got that was from Expedition Theme Park. little shout-out to him. Great. So nice. Great, great theme park channel. Yeah, and a great person. Mm-hmm. Very, very sweet person in person. Yeah. Um, but that's how I found that out. But Graveyard Games, going back to Graveyard Games a little bit, there's going to be an interactive feature with Graveyard Games where you can chat with the Facebook messenger app on the Horror Nights uh, Facebook page. Really? And you get to talk with the two teens that kind of caused all of the all of the graveyard games that that, are, that you're about to go oh, into. Oh, that's really cool. So it's an interactive feature. You get to learn the story and the legend and the legends of the cemetery and stuff. See, that makes it even cooler to me. I really think it's going to be. This is the house that I feel like every, that is going to include the most, I guess, horror nights lore. Yeah. Be, because of that feature. Yeah. I'm guessing, but you know. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um. Depths of Fear, I feel it will be good. I really, I really loved. It kind of reminds me of um, 
Oh gosh, I can't even remember the name of it. But it was the under. It was like the underwater. Remember the boat was tilted. Oh, uh, Dead Waters from twenty seventeen. Yes, it rem it reminds me of that a little bit. Little little um, little fun fact. Uh, Dead Waters was actually my first Halloween Horror Nights house of all time. Okay, then. It was so like, that's why you remember it. Yeah, it, it, it was my first Halloween Horror Nights house of all time, and I scream cried almost going into it. So my first Halloween, <laughs> my first Halloween Horror Nights house, um, I came in 1993 with two of my friends, mm -hmm. and that year they only had three houses. They had People Under the Stairs, mm -hmm. they had the Slaughterhouse, and that's they right. and they had Psycho. Yes, so that was that, that was four, right? That, that was four. Yeah. Was it was four. And they had four. Robosaurus was Yeah. <laughs> Robosaurus. And Bill and Ted. <laughs> um, it was fun. Yeah. And they still I think they still showed um Beetlejuice was still ran yeah. for shows at night. It was very fun. I remember thinking like, oh, this is fun, you know. Um, so let's so, see. So we got so I would say Graveyard Games is my most hyped out of all the, those. Oh, Nightingale's Blood Pit. That'll be cool. I, yeah, I liked the other Nightingale's houses. Um mm -hmm. they're good. I mean, I think it'll be I think the we should expect some cool um makeup or mm -hmm. some cool prosthetics I, in I this house. I think this one also is gonna be a gory house as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, so, all the other ones have always been gory, like mm -hmm. especially the World War Two. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? But I think we're gonna see some good prosthetic work in here. Yeah, definitely good costumes. And Yeti, this was the house that they chose out of Slaughter Cinema. I'm, yes. I'm, I mean, obviously they did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So has yeah. a little cult following. Yeah, you so, know what I mean. So this was the one that they um, got out of Slaughter Cinema, and I'm just because that was, hey, that was the scariest part of that. No house. lie, got real scared by those Yetis. Yes, in, in Slaughter the, Cinema. I mean, the two of the Koosh Goose, yeah. they'd come out of either. Right, oh, either scared end. every time I went through the house. Scared every scared time. Scared you? Yep. Yeah. And our friend uh, Adam McCabe is a little mm -hmm. shout out to him. Uh, he screamed, "Get out of my face, Yeti!" <laughs> 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 Which made me laugh, laugh. And then, so yeah, these are going to be some fun houses. I'm, I think. Yeah, I, I'm actually really excited about all of these houses. I'm, I'm not really disappointed. I'm not like not not disappointed. I'm not not hyped right. about any of these original houses. I think it's a strong year this year, my friend. Yeah, it's a very very strong year. So now we're going to dive into the scare zones. Okay, so let's talk about the scare zones. Okay, so. Um, the scare zone in the New York section of the park is going to be Zombieland Double Tap, which is the name of the upcoming Do Zombieland sequel. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's going to be including both of the Zombieland yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, movies. So um, they've actually started building stuff in the Zombieland scare zone, which uh, looks to be looks to be a um, uh, what are those rides that goes up and down? Like that. Oh. Like the carnival rides that go up and down. I don't know the name. <laughs> One like, of those up and down rides. Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> ride rides. <laughs> but uh, one of those is actually starting to be built in the scare zone, and that's actually one of the key moments of the first movie. Right. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, uh, it should be zone. really fun. I was When I was walking to work the other day, they had a bunch of cars all like... Oh, yeah, in the back. I yeah, seems like pushed in the back. The so, yeah, they've got that. They've got a big... Um, truck mm -hmm. in there in um, Sting Alley. So yeah, it's going to be cool. It's I think it's fun. it's going to be a fun one. And then we have the one a lot of people are really excited for, 
Rob Zombie Hellbilly Deluxe based off the music of Rob Zombie. Right. So you're going to have all sorts of awesome characters like, kind of pulled from. Like probably like Living Dead living Girl. Living Dead Girl. Yeah. You're going to have all sorts of really cool characters. It's going to be fun. And again, the music is going to be killer. It's going to be loud. Um, it, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a lot um, of fun. The the scare zone looks like it's featuring a little bit like of like vignettes of, e- of probably showcasing yeah. a character of each of his like yeah, uh, and then music. maybe like a few little minions that go with yeah. that character. So yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm 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 pretty excited for Bob Zombie Hellbilly Hellbilly Deluxe. I really love that name. I I've never heard any of his music. I've heard a little bit actually, but right. um, I really just love that name. Yeah, it's a great. It's a a great play, mm-hmm. you know, sort of on, because a lot of the characters, a lot of the stuff that he writes, mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that the people in a house of a thousand course, cor- um, corpses are hellbillies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They're crazy ass hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> so the three original scare zones kind of not kind of IP based are, are, uh, an arcade, which is going to be in Plaza of the stars. Right. Uh, vanity ball, which is going to be in the, um, what is it? Hollywood section of the park. Yes. And then Vikings Undead, which is going to be in the Central Park area. How do you feel about those those scare zones? Well, I feel good. I mean, uh, Vanity Ball, we had, there was like a plastic surgery sort of scare zone before. Really? Yeah. I, I, I haven't heard of one yet. I feel, I want to say, or maybe it was just like a, um, a standee of a, I, I want to say I totally remember seeing like a plastic surgery scare zone, scare zone. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it should be really cool. Yeah. Again, I mean, the Halloween Horror Nights Orlando team does amazing prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, the costuming is always on point. So I think we should. And Hollywood is always a great location for scares. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, almost every scare zone that's been there has been successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think it has the capacity to be really, really good. Um, Vikings is probably gonna be the goriest scare zone. Absolutely. Um, even in the description, <laughs> they mentioned uh the bloodlust, uh no, sorry. I I thought the description was right there. But yeah. in, in the description it said gore. It said like the Vikings un mm-hmm. it says bloodlust never dies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like in Central Park, that area is always a, such a close, enclosed it's area. So like, easy for scares. Yeah, stuff. totally easy. And I think it'll be very fun to run into like a big old giant, scary yeah. looking demon Viking. Viking. Yeah. I'm going to be excited to see the kind of people they, they cast for that. They're going to uh-huh. have to obviously get some big giant guys. I really, I really wish they, um, but like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they're actually going to do it because there hasn't been construction for it. But then again, the church from Twisted Tradition last year went up in like a night. So um, remember, remember, I don't know, it was in 2016. They had a big giant boat in the Francis in the Francisco area for yes. De- Dead Man's Wharf, yes. that scare zone. And I'm really hoping that they build that they, like a the, big giant a, like a Viking, Viking boat, kind of like helm. Yeah, like, that would be so cool. Like the big giant, it's kind of like the curly Q shape. Yeah, with like the weird like Norse kind of dragon, water dragon thing. That'd be end. cool. That'd be really really cool. And then um, the one at the be at the start of the park and arcade. Which I'm actually really excited for this one. It seems like they are straying away from the kind of IP property kind of like right showcase. that usually is there yeah. in that place. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm excited about this because obviously, um, you know, the the overall theme is sort of 80s, 80s still, um, and I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to really tie a lot of that in. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun to see what 
you would see in an in arcade. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Like you're gonna see like zombie kids that you know been putting quarters in constantly into games or games have taken over or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm really really excited for all these scare zones. Um, I don't really have like a hype level for them. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're just like really fun. They just look. A yeah. Lot of fun. And I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I think that people have to remember about the scare zones is that you're not, I mean, in, in past years, it has become like, um, people, they, because with the onset of social media mm-hmm. and the way that people can become obsessive fans, yeah. there has, it's only been in the past few years that they've really become that scare zones have become these like there's that one scare zone that everybody wants to see and they hang out there. Like you're constantly there. Like mm-hmm. vamp 55 had like people there and killer clowns, killer clowns, Last you know, year. and, yeah. and then vamp 80 or vamp 80, 85. Yeah. Right. So like, cause I mean, I know if I'm scrolling through Instagram, mm-hmm. there are certain people that go there every, every night. single night and, and they just sit show. in a scare zone. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But I think scare zones, we have to remember are literally existing there for us to be scared as we go one place to another. I also think it's fun to sit down and just watch other people get scared. It is, but I feel like sometimes the, the expectations that people have for scare zone mm -hmm. is so high that they're like, Oh, well, you know, there's not enough, there's not enough theming here. There's not enough ga ga ga. And I'm just like, well, listen, it's not a house. It's not a maze. <laughs> yeah. You're literally walking through this area, getting scared, and you're going to get pizza fries or whatever <laughs> else you're going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then before we go, we should just lightly touch on the two shows. Yes. So you've got Academy of Villains. Altered States. That's what the subtitle was. Yes. For this one. And um, it, the, the Lagoon. Yes. The Halloween Lagoon. So I think both of those are going to be killer. Mm-hmm. Um, Academy of Villains is going to be awesome. The, the poster actually already went up. Uh, like, like I don't think that's happened before with Academy of Villains, but it's, the poster already went up. And um, it kind of has like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing with like a skull on the end, like normal skull, and then the other one like with like a they the never premium. ever ever disappoint. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, their show last year was so awesome mm-hmm. with the lights and, yeah. and people loved it. And I I really love the fact that they're in the Fear Factor venue. Yeah. That they have a stage and they have um uh, they've got technical support and mm-hmm. they've got, you know, the area to do a lot of the stuff that they couldn't do on a collapsible stage. Yeah. And then the lagoon. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, I was so excited for that announcement. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, but uh, yeah, I'm super, super. excited. It's been a while since they've done something on the lagoon for on the mornings. lagoon, and it really, honestly, adds that little extra something mm-hmm. because then people all over the park, you can look across it and you see it happening. Mm-hmm. So it's tying in the entire place. Yeah, you know exactly, and um. Yeah, so I'm 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 very very excited for the. Lagoon I know show. you are. Yeah. I know you're excited about the whole thing, um, and I will be there opening night. Yes, you will. <laughs> so excited! I will the be there the next night. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> less than fifteen days now. That's right. We're getting closer, but um, I think that's gonna be it for today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed, and thank you, Mother, too, for joining me on this podcast. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, But yeah, that will be it for Geek Culture. This is Caden signing off.